If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Welcome to the next edition of the world-famous Cheeky Jaguar Radio Broadcast. It is the Wednesday edition. Thanks for joining us here in our program. We are going to go to our first guest. He is patiently waiting on the telephone, and we're actually going to call him on Skip Skype Audio here in just a few seconds and get him in here. The fantastic Ryan Colfridge, I believe is how you pronounce his name. We'll get to him here in just a few seconds. We'll try to get him on the old Skype line here in just a few seconds. It says poor connection. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. No, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> we are going to call him back here. He is the originator of the GoFundMe page and subsequent founder of We Build the Wall, Inc., and uh, Brian's going to join us here in just a few moments. Hopefully, he will join us live here in a few Your moments. Your call has been forwarded to an No, autom- no, no. <laughs> we are not going to do that. We are going to call him and get him on with us here. And, uh... Attention, this is a public notice from Citizens Disability. If you are one of the millions of Americans who are disabled and unable to work, you may be entitled to disability benefits from Social Security. Receiving benefits is your right if you suffer from a physical or mental disability. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied, Citizens Disability can help. You'll be given an advocate who will evaluate your situation, handle your application, and deal with Social Security. Best of all, there is no fee until you receive your benefits. We only get paid if you win your case. To get started with your free no-obligation consultation, call 800-504-1639. That's 800-504-1639. There are a vast number of conditions that can make you eligible for disability benefits, many that you may not be aware of. So if you're disabled and unable to work, call Citizens Disability today. Again, that's 800-504-1639. 800-504-1639. That's Citizens Disability. 800-504-1639. If your credit card bills have gotten out of hand, call Consolidated Credit now. They can consolidate your debts, reduce your interest rates, and get you out of debt fast. Call Consolidated Credit now. 800-404-0907. 800-404-0907. That's 800-404. Okay, we are trying to reach our guest, Dr. Jerome Corsi, but we can't seem to uh, get him on. Skype, so we are going to bring in here Dan Perkins and IQ Al Rizzoli. And uh, Dan, uh, how are you, my friend? I'm good, thank you. And um, uh, I'm, we were, IQ and I were talking off air. We were both hopeful that we were going to get a chance to talk to Dr. Corsi because there's a lot of things we want to yes, ask. Yes, there, there, there is a, a lot that uh, we wanted to go <laughs> over and we're, uh, we're, we're trying to get him on Skype here. I'm, uh, he has Skype difficulties every once in a while, so uh, we're going to keep trying, but uh, we've got to get the show on the road here, and uh, okay. IQ Al Rizzoli joins us. Uh, Dan Perkins with us today. Um, I, I, I want to start with IQ. What, what do you make of the um, this uh, Mueller report basically being, uh, you know, not that big of a deal? 
<laughs> well, we knew all two years that there was nothing in it, or there would be nothing on it. The question is, but where do we go from here? Because the Democrats, as usual, will never admit defeat. They will have to find something. Even a broken spoon somewhere of 10,000 years ago, they will try to impel Donald Trump on it. So where do we go from here? It depends on Barr. It depends on Donald Trump going after the people who initiated it. Some heads have to be ro rolling somewhere because they colluded in a treasonous manner. What do you think? Well, I absolutely agree. And Jim, I, I was saving this, but in the and I can always do it again with, with if we get Dr. Corsi, but it, yes. it's too important not to say yesterday morning, Rasmussen issued up the results of a poll of the results of the Mueller investigation. Forty seven percent of the respondents now believe that the collusion was between Hillary and the Russians. 47%. Wow. That's a big number. Yes. And and so now we have the Democrats who uh, are trying to spin this, and we've got the, 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 the two incompetent boobs who are respective chairmen of their two committees um, who are trying to keep the story alive. And we've got Barr, uh, who Nancy Pelosi and other people have de has, have demeaned him as having no credibility whatsoever, that he's nothing more than a stooge for Donald Trump. Yet he went through the confirmation process in front of the and over the U.S. Senate. But what I think, what I'm hearing from my contacts in Washington, is that. Barr was, when he finally got to work and he got in and started coming in every day and seeing and started doing his own investigation, that he was appalled, angered, and dismayed at what, what had happened in the Justice Department and the FBI. And, and uh, I think... I, all I can tell you is what I'm hearing is that um, that he is he's just uh, doesn't understand the the for example how is it that Hillary Clinton could be deposed as a possible criminal defendant not under oath and not recorded and allowed civilians to sit in Cheryl Mills. Uh, uh, to the interview, so he 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 looks at that um, uh, on a sideline issue, but related. And I'll come back to this because I have another piece of information for you. Uh, Rasmussen reported today that eighty percent of the registered voters say that Jesse Smalls got preferential treatment in Chicago. And they're angry about it. And he's, they're looking at it from the standpoint that um, the fix was in. Well, the fix happens to be Democrats. And so uh, America is beginning to wake up at how um, lawless the Democrats are in, in their prosecution. The other piece of information, and I, I can only tell you that it's and I'm being honest with you, Jim, in IQ, it is unverified. There was a recorder in the consulate in Benghazi. And the conventional wisdom was that it was destroyed by the attack. So there's no evidence of any conversations between Hillary and the White House or anybody else, or Benghazi. The rumor that I'm hearing today, late this morning, is in fact, it was not destroyed. It was taken by one of the individuals who came to support the team that was there and was sequestered away and now is in the hands of the government. And that has a lot of Democrats very nervous.
because in reality, Jim, as I said in this interview I did this morning, the reality is, and I'd love to have IQ's comment on this, if you look at the body of evidence, it's all floating around the big pile of dung in the middle of the room dropped by the elephant in the room. And the elephant is the, in the room is, what did the president know and when did he know it? Meaning Barack Obama. He may be brought into this sooner or later before this is all done. You there? IQ, well, what do you make of this? No, I'm listening. I'm a flabbergasted, as they say in English. Uh, <laughs> honestly, look, if it's true, I think, uh, not think, if it's true, Hillary Clinton is toast 100%. She started it, not even Obama. The whole debacle in Libya was done only by her. True. Under the auspices of Obama. But she instigated it. And the, what do you call, the guy who got killed, the, the American ambassador, he was in on it also. They were moving machine guns and anti-aircraft missiles and anti-tank missiles from Libya to Syria. No question about that. None. What do you think, Daniel? Well, i got to tell you the rest of the story. Um, there is, uh, a, a, from, the, from the same source, um, what I'm, what, again, what I'm hearing, I, I can't validate it. I'm just telling you what I'm hearing. Um, there was, there, there, I believe I've got the term correct, but there is an Ajax um, tactical nuclear weapon. And for the audience, a tactical nuclear weapon is used as a, a, a small nuclear device that's used in close drill, not thousands of miles away. And it's designed to uh, knock stuff out, uh, destroy communications, but not create the, a, a massive nuclear attack. What I heard this morning was that there may be Ajax missiles that were being transported to the insurgents, and that uh, evidence of that is on this recorder. That so I wouldn't be surprised because uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised because I honestly do not believe that. Uh, Bashar al-Assad used chemical weapons against his people. He had no reason. He was under a microscope 24-7. Mm -hmm. The only people who would use chemical weapons against their own people were ISIS and, the, and uh, all the terrorist organizations in Islam. They do it for exactly the same reason, to give the same impression as if Bashar al-Assad was doing it, to condemn him. He wouldn't do it. But maybe I'm wrong. Well, I can't. Uh, I, I won't argue the point with you. Um, there's a um, there's a lot going on that we don't know, and we can only surmise. One of the things in the interview that I did this morning is that particular person is telling me that um, that based on what she's hearing is the point person this for this whole thing was Brennan. And uh, after the results came out from Mueller, Brennan seems to have, well, I must have got bad information. His passion in which he called the president a traitor and a, and a, and a, a puppet of, uh, of Vladimir Putin uh, and all the things that he said, uh, he's automatically now deciding he doesn't really have any culpability for it because he got bad information. This is the guy who was in charge of the Central Intelligence Agency, but he got bad information. So um, 
I think that what we're looking at is um, be careful what you wish for because demanding that the report be released in full, while there might be some negative things about Donald Trump, not enough that the special prosecutor found anything that he broke the law that was that was uh, indictable. But depending upon how the report is written and the questions that are implied, there could be a lot of really nasty stuff in there against the Democrats. And my my guess is that that if they're going to want it unredacted, I'm not sure. I am not sure that uh, Barr can do that. I, I don't believe he can do that because there are laws on the books. Now Nadler in the in the in the House is saying, well, we'll just pass new laws that says you can. Well, I don't know that you can pass a law ret retroactively to something that was done by a, another law by the Congress that was established. So um, there may be lawsuits involved here about getting information from uh, from the Mueller report. Uh, my greatest fear, my greatest fear about this report is that there were there are people. We know there were almost 500 people that were interviewed in this in in his study, and I don't know how many of them are in the report, but they testified under a certain set of specifications of what was going to happen, and for the Congress to say that they can override that and decide, well, we're just going to release the names anyway, and we don't give a crap about how many, somebody's reputation might be destroyed. <laughs> because we 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 want the facts. Yes. Uh, but if they start getting into the facts and they find that the facts don't look well for them, I don't know how they put that genie back in the bottle. <laughs> so they're talking about they want to re, they want it released without knowing what's in it, and they want it unredacted, and it could have some really nasty nasty stuff oh. in there. I I almost uh, believe that there's going to be some nasty stuff in there. Against the Democrats. Yes. Yeah. So when you think about it, people, people, not a lot of people are talking about uh, this, but the I think it was 16 out of the 17 attorneys that he brought in were either contributors or supporters or major supporters of Hillary Clinton. You, you brought in all these people from the Democratic Party and after almost two years of digging and hundreds of people in witnesses and in testimony and thousands of pages, if not millions of pages of, of testimony, they couldn't find any example of any American colluding with the Russians. So if you can't find that, it is also, again, I know that that they, they talk about the, the dismissal of James Comey is uh it was uh illegal and it's not i've written a piece on that and the federal law is very clear that the president does not obligated to take this uh, the uh, anybody including cabinet officers uh when a new term and a new party comes in so he could he could have fired comey anytime he wanted in fact we knew that hillary if she was going to win was going to fire him she already said so so they, they got nothing to prove there and and Interesting perspective. Interesting perspective. Look at the amount of time that the mainstream media and the Democratic Party spent on this collusion story. More so than any other piece of news, probably in American history. They got it wrong. But just to show you how smart Mr. Trump is, Look at all the things he accomplished with all the crap was going on. He got a lot of things done. The Democrats were so intent on their collusion and impeach him that they lost focus of what they're supposed to be doing. And he, in turn, got all kinds of things through executive orders. They signed a bill last week, which was uh, bipartisan on prison reform. Uh, and on and on and on. I mean, he's done something like 75% of the things he promised to do when he was campaigning. He's got done. 
Well, Dan, I, I don't mean to cut you off here, but we're going to place you guys on hold. I'm going to try to get a hold of Dr. Corsi again. I think his Skype, I think he rebooted Skype and everything. So I'm going to place you guys on hold, try to get a hold okay. of Dr. Corsi, and I'll be back here in just a few seconds. And uh, for that, we are going to take a, a brief time out here on our big broadcast. And uh, while we do that, let's tell you about one of our fantastic new marketing partners at Transmedia Worldwide. These folks are absolutely amazing. It's Paul. Acoustic XP12, a concert in your ear. Attention, audiophiles, movie buffs, and hardcore gamers. We tick all the boxes. Check out Indiegogo.com. That's I N D I E G O G O.com. Search for Pulse Acoustic XP12, a concert in your ears. These folks are making things happen in the digital world around us. They are absolutely amazing. It is available on Indiegogo. Go to Indiegogo, type in XP12IN in the search bar. It will come up. It will be amazing for you. And uh, you can also find them on Twitter, hashtag XP12, hashtag Pulse Acoustic. And uh, they are absolutely amazing. The last time they made ANC Business Class headphones for Bahrain Air, that was as good as the Bose QC based on the responses of the airline trade show. They have got 50% on their target, and they are fantastic. Check them out today and tell them you heard about it here, Transmedia Worldwide. We are going to get back to Dan Perkins and IQL Rizzoli here in just a few moments here on our big broadcast. We're taking a brief time out here to tell you about some of our great new marketing partners here at Transmedia Worldwide and uh, absolutely amazing headphones we talked a little bit about those a few moments ago. And uh, our next fantastic new marketing partner here at Transmedia Worldwide, these folks, absolutely amazing, amazing stuff. And um, absolutely, absolutely amazing things going on in the world around us. Check us out at JiggyJaguar.com. That's J-I-G-G-Y. J-E-G-U-A-R dot com. And uh, we have got a great new musical artist for you here on our big broadcast. She is fantastic. And uh, we will talk a little bit about her here in just a few moments. Fantastic musical showcase here on our big program. Amazing things happening. And uh, the uh, producers of this, these folks are great. And find the best Dr. Allie K on iTunes. Also, the best Dr. Allie K on Spotify. And also, go to D-R-A-L-L-Y-K.com for more information. Also, on Sonic Bids. Also, it's a different things. That's Dr. Allie K. Find them on Spotify. Up. Up and away, the EP by Dr. L.E.K. Great stuff from Dr. L.E.K. And uh, amazing, amazing stuff. We have got another great musical showcase here. Another great musical showcase for you here on our big broadcast. Coast to Coast and Boulder to Boulder on TuneIn, iTunes, and Radio Loyalty. Good stuff coming up here on our big program. And uh, these folks are absolutely, absolutely amazing. And they are making things happen in the world around us. Love Bop is the brand new track. And uh, just amazing stuff from T. McRae, the artist. Check out TMCCRAEMusicNow.com. Amazing, amazing stuff. It is Love Bop, and it's here on our world famous Cheeky Check Wire Radio broadcast. And uh, get that saved. Love Bop. That guy. Love Bop. And uh, lots of stuff for Love Bop coming up. That guy. Love Bop. He's the Love Bop man. He's going to help you find him over there, the Love Bop. Good stuff from Love Bop. Oh, Love Bop man. Oh, daddy. He's Love Bop. And uh, let's do one more and then we'll get back into our damn show here. 
now that I've done all these ads. Well, uh, it's a great new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide. Crystal Brown, the song is last to know. It is fantastic. Also, these folks are available on Spotify. Go over there and check them out today. Also on Twitter, Crystal underscore music. And go to the official website, K-R-Y-S-T-A-L-M-U-Z-I-K dot W. E-E-B-L-Y dot com. Right now, amazing music from Crystal Music. Okay, we have been unable to... uh, Let's see here if I can unpause this. How do you take this off? Woman. Okay, Dan Perkins with us today, IQL Rizzoli, and uh, for whatever reason, Dr. Corsi is having microphone problems on his end <laughs> on Skype, but uh, we are we are going to work to get that resolved, possibly just have him call us on the phone here in a few moments. But uh, Dan, uh, IQ, go ahead and finish up on, on what you were saying there, Dan, before we took our quick little break there. Um, I don't know what I was talking about. Well, we were talking about the Mueller report and and everything, and uh, IQ, uh, uh, listening to everything Dan had to say uh, before we took our break, what are your thoughts on all this? I love the report. What do you mean? What my thoughts are? All I I expect is the slaughterhouse to go after the people who instigated it, and if they're found guilty, to be put in prison. I mean, should it... Without punishment, by the way, nobody is getting punished from the Democratic Party. Absolutely nobody. Nobody got punished under five occasions where, uh, under Obama, there should have been impeachment of the president. Nobody in Benghazi, nobody in any of the egregious problems they created. And even now, no, nobody is suffering punishment. The reason is... Because if you're not suffering punishment, of course you can commit a crime. Because you get away with it. That's the problem. There is no punishment for committing a crime in the United States of America now, politically or otherwise. Justice Mollett is another example. And, and Americans are laughing about the Russian government, about uh, or Iraqi government, my country, that they are corrupt. What, what do you have? You have a corrupt government, not, sorry, not government, justice system, corrupt, 100% corrupt. How could you go for two years and not find anything, and then they still tell you, ah, we have to dig. To dig what? Dig their own grave, I hope. What about you, Dan? Well, just if I could, Jim, follow up to what IQ is saying. Uh, it shows – I'm going to give you three examples of the Democratic Party that are prevalent. The the oldest of the this, and it's not that long ago, is the college scandal where the elite in Hollywood, the elites in Hollywood, were paying ransom in order to get their children into, into colleges and were lying and cheating about it. That's number one. Number two is our little friend Jesse up in Chicago who all of a sudden last week had all 16 felony charges dropped. and I now just that find that insane, be, by the way. Yeah. So there seems to be some representation of maybe there was some collusion on the part of former Obama operatives who uh, interceded on Jesse's behalf. Now we have the third is what IQ was talking about, is that we have – the Democrats unwilling to accept the one person that they called for to be appointed, Robert Mueller. They don't want to accept him, and they have decided, this is what they've decided, these yahoos in the Democratic Party who are in charge of the various two oversight committees in the House have decided that we can do a better job of investigating the Trump administration for collusion with the Russians, then the 17 lawyers, the hundreds of, of, if not thousands of interviews, FBI agents, grand juries, they've decided they're going to do it better. And what we're talking about is a third example of the idea 
that we are the elites and you boobs can't do anything. And so their their position is we're going to look at this all again because we are the elites of this country and we make the decisions and we don't care what you think. The fact that the American people have rejected the Democrats of what they're doing, that they think 47% think that that, that the Hillary and the Democrats were, in fact, collusions with the Russians. And by the way, by the way, here's another thing that nobody else is talking about, Jim. And that is, if you look at interference with the presidential campaign, do we really believe that the Russians had more influence in trying to get people not to vote for Donald Trump than the Democratic Party and Hillary's campaign? I don't think so. But have you heard anybody talk about that, Jim? No. The Democrats and the billions of dollars they spent to try and convince American voters not to vote for Donald Trump was a much bigger had a much bigger potential impact on the election than anything the Russians could do with their social media. But Dan, I always come back to the simple question: Why would a genius of a politician called Vladimir Putin support an American president who is a patriot, a nationalist, and an aggressive person? who wants to make America the supreme power on earth to be his opponent. Mm-hmm. Because there, because when you have people, whether it's at colleges and universities or whether it's in politics, when you have people who believe that they are superior and that when they make the decision that is the right thing to do, regardless of whether or not the majority agree, that's the problem. We have elites in the United States. We have elites in England. We have an elites in Europe. All of them which basically decide that the common folk are stupid, ignorant, and have no say in how their government should be run. And that's what's going on in this country. That's what's been happening for years in Europe. And we are finding ourselves in a situation where we're in a fight for our freedom and our democracy. And clearly, the Democratic people are of a mind that we are unfit to govern. They have to do it for us. That scares the hell out of me. But wait a minute. Something else that's happening in America, and in fact in Europe, but especially in America. White Americans are on the defensive. Why are you on the defensive? white Americans. What have you done that you are allowing the leftists to humiliate you, and the blacks to humiliate you, and the Hispanics to humiliate you? What did the blacks and the Hispanics contribute to human civilization compared to what white people contributed? That's not racism, it is fact. I challenge any human being to debate me on facts. And anybody who wants to accuse me of racism or something, I would destroy completely. Uh, usually through knowledge, but I mean, if it comes to physically, I, would, I wouldn't mind. Because we are fighting for our existence at the moment. Mm-hmm. I agree. And and I think that, that when you see the, the poll results that all of a sudden Americans are waking up that maybe the Democrats were in fact collusion— and maybe Hillary broke the law, and maybe the the Justice Department, the the, the people, something like fifty four percent believe. I think it's fifty. I can tell you, I've got it right here on my screen. Fifty six percent of likely voters believe that the senior federal law enforcement officials have broken the law in their dis- decision to go after Donald Trump in May of two thousand and seventeen, and of that 56%, 37% say it's very likely. And so the American people um, are moving in a direction of, of waking up, whether they're going to have enough 
time left to wake up and 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 really do something, I don't know. But I, I said to uh, the lady who interviewed me this morning, she said, "So, so Dan, look at the the candidates that are running for the Democratic Party nomination for president. Who who do you who do you think might come out?" And I said, "You know, that's a really good question because the 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 issue here is which of these Democratic candidates." wants to stand up, raise their hand, and said, I will be to Donald Trump what Walter Mondale was to Ronald Reagan. I'm willing I'm willing to take the bullet for the party and get my ass kicked and get beat 49 to 1 because I think that's going to happen. So I don't know who that person is yet. But what? Vito Arruk is doing it. Well, he's he's. Let's just say he's an idiot and leave it at that. I mean, he's he's. he's, he's this idiot is dollars more than anybody else. This man can't. This man can't walk and chew gum. I mean, it's. It, yeah. This is the this is the guy we we want to have for president of the United States. I don't think so. I mean, what was the vote when when it came an opportunity to decide when the Democrats were put on the spot to say. Okay, Democrats, let's talk about the Green New Deal. How many of you are in favor of it? Every freaking Democrat voted president. Every Democrat voted president. Not one person in the Democratic Party in the Senate was, was willing to support AOC's concept of what the America should look like, not one. And so uh, what is their conviction? And, and and so I look at it and say, wait a minute, what's going on here? Um, so now we have a situation where they, they got put in a pile by Donald Trump, and they're trying to figure out how they get out of it. So they're going to vote present. Well, do you think that if, if Mr. Trump is going to run for reelection, that he's not going to say, gee, all of you who voted for the new Green Deal stand up and be counted. None of them will stand up because they didn't vote for it. So they think that they have bought their way out of the out of the problem by voting present. But the, it, it just shows that the, the 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 that the candidates for the Democratic nomination are incapable and. Uh, are, are are basically uh, insufficient to handle. Now, um, if we have, we got a little bit of time, Jim. Um, I want to pick up on another story that's hot at the moment. If I, if you, if you don't mind, go right ahead. Uncle Joe, Uncle Joe. Um, it is amazing, Jim. Who, for somebody who has followed Uncle Joe and written about Uncle Joe for the last few years, as I have, um, interesting uh, sequence about this touchy-feely kind of guy Uncle Joe is. Um, if you, uh, I saw many of the incidents that have been shown on on Drudge. I have seen actually happen. I watched it live. It was happening. I'm saying, what the hell is wrong with this guy? But there's one picture, Jim, that you can see on Drudge, and I assume it's still there, of Uncle Joe, that anybody who looks at that picture has to say, that is a creepy guy. And he's not a creepy white guy. He's just a creepy guy. It is a photograph of of Uncle Joe standing behind a woman with his arms underneath her breasts, and she's trying to push him away. Didn't make any of the other places except on Drudge. And I found it in a matter of seconds on Google before it was on Drudge. So we're, the, the people are going after Uncle Joe because – of now he's he's vulnerable to all of these uh, inappropriate activities that he committed over his life as a senator and vice president. 
nobody's talking about the corruption that of all the deals that he did on behalf of his son and all the money his son has made in deals as he when he was vice president but again this this is this shows how in my opinion how virtually corrupt the democratic party is they're not after joe by the way remember the guy northern from virginia and all the trouble he got with with blackface the democratic party i think he's still the governor jim and the lieutenant governor and his problems and the attorney general and his problems they're still in office. They all that outrage. They didn't get taken out. They waited it out. They said we're going to stick to it, and we're not. We're not leaving. So the the Democratic Party continues to shows a face of corruption, and I think that the American people are reaching the point where they're literally tired of it. I hope you're right, but I'm not so sure they are intelligent enough to come to the conclusion you're coming to. I'm not being negative, honestly. I'm I understand. To... You, it, it, this is a free show. You're allowed to have your opinion. You know, you get paid the big bucks to have those big opinions, so it's it's your turn. <laughs> so, but but the but the point is, is that the the I said to my wife last night, mm-hmm. last weekend, Joe Biden was on an apology tour because he was white. He was apologizing because he was white. And he was talking about the Clarence Thomas hearing. He was the chairman of the Senate Judiciary Committee, and he criticized all those white men who were on the committee. What he didn't say, Jim, is that who picks the committee assignments in the chairs? The party in power, the Democratic Party, picked all those white guys to be on that committee. And the last thing I saw in the census, white people make up about 63% of this country, and we're apologizing because we're white? Because you're stupid, with all due respect. You don't apologize for being white. You have contributed. When I speak about white, who's white, by the way? When AOC talks about white people, the piece of shit like her, she's white. Why? Spain is in Europe. Spaniards are Caucasian. Europeans are Caucasian. Arabs are Caucasian. Jews are Caucasian. So who is white? That's what I want to know. When somebody speaks about white, I want definitions. Just like when somebody speaks about Islamophobia or racism. Define it first before you throw it away. Right. So we, 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 have, a, we have people in the Democratic Party who are, who are saying... Our problem is that we have too many white people. Well, you are 67%. You have the right to be in the majority. No, not according to Democrats. We don't have the, we, we don't have the right. Yes, and, the, right. I, and the idea, this is the other piece that I've talked about. The, okay, um, I, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm the kind of person that believes we learn, have the potential to learn a great deal from our past. And, um, you know, they talk about the definition of insanity is people doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different outcome. We can't go back, no matter how many statues we tear down, we cannot go back and change the Civil War. We cannot go back and change slavery in this country. And the idea that we as a nation... Now they're talking again about we should pay reparation to black people in this country. And I say to people, we spent $22 trillion on the war on poverty from Lyndon Johnson on the the blacks and the poor in this nation. We spent $22 trillion, more money than we spent total in all the wars that we fought from the beginning of this country. So the idea that we should be we should be degraded because we are white people again shows the elite nature you know they talk about talk about all of the quote white supremacy well the practical reality is that if we're 63% white 63% of the country are white then they they are 
the majority race in the United States. There was not too long ago, Jim, you may remember, there were lots of discussions about how the American population was going to be turning Hispanic and that the dominant race will be Hispanics. And they're second, well, they're actually ahead of the blacks, so they're the number two race, but nowhere not a chance to get to 60, uh, the 63. My point is, is that we're we're focusing on the wrong issues. The idea that's that somebody has to be penalized because they're white talks is a very elitist approach. Does that mean that somebody else who's a minority is more important, more valuable than somebody who's white? Shouldn't be. Are they more valuable, more important than somebody who's who is um, Chinese or Asian? Or South American? No. So um, we've, we've still got a lot of battles to fight in this country. Um, but I think that the American people are finally awakening to it's their country and it's under attack, and they want to do something about it. My question is simple as usual, and always simple. First of all, a reparation by whom? Not a single American out of 338 million owned a slave or their father owned a slave. That's question number one. As you said, they spent 22 trillion already. But the most important question, why attack the white slavers? Why not address the black and Arab slavers who massacred 140 million Africans so that 14 million are sold to the Americas? Why isn't anybody raising these points in the hall of the United States of America? Why? Because it doesn't fit an agenda, IQ. Yeah, but it that's nothing to do with We're not Democrats. You are not Democrats. You're Republicans. What agenda? Why do I, accept? I get upset? Because it is it's logical. It's rational. And nobody can come against you and tell you you're a racist. You can prove it. Anything I can prove, I'm not a racist. I'm not a bigot. I'm discussing reality and history. You can accuse me of whatever you want, but to hell with you, not you, I'm talking the people who are attacking me. They call me a bigot. Bigot, why? Because I'm raising questions about Islam. Islam is in clear. It tells you exactly what they intend to do. Every single Muslim, the objective of every single Muslim on earth is to subjugate all non-Muslims to Sharia or to exterminate them. This is Quran. So where am I a bigot? Tell me. But I'm, I'm not saying that you're a bigot, but 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 there is there is bigotry, and there, uh, much of the bigotry, I believe, is is in is is a result of ignorance, uh, and that's why I. I go back and I talk to people, you need to read my first book in my trilogy because I begin the fundamental process of beginning to help to educate American people on why this group hates us so much, why they wanted to see us, why did they say death to America, and and what, what then what they're going to do about it, how they're going to try and attack us and and and, and, and eliminate us or conquer us and make us part of of their their desire to to govern the world i i i still think that there is a lot of room in the united states for people to grow an understanding uh, of the muslim people and what they believe i think we're still way behind in many many things and uh that's really the the concern that i have is how do we expand the education you know i think that in many cases iq america has always been a naive country naive in the sense that we always want to try and believe the best in human beings and only at the extremes do we ever make the decision whether we were right or wrong but we we have to pay a very high price to to get there and there there seems to be an interest of let's let's be careful here let's not let's not jump the judgment and all that stuff and and there's there's some validity of taking your time and making sure but but once you have the facts then you need, you make a decision and you move on there seems to be a reluctance uh because if the facts don't meet the narrative of the people 
what they're trying to achieve, they continue to try and find another way to uh, to destroy what it is we're trying to do in this nation. And I have grave concerns that we have people who, at any price, want to destroy America and will continue to do that. And I, I said this morning in the interview, look at how much power those two Muslim women got in the House of Representatives shortly after they took over. It's disproportionate. It's unbelievable. It is unbelievable that these two are running the show. Yep. And so the question is, are we are are the Democratic is the Democratic leadership uh, abdicated to these two women and uh, throw in uh, AOC on top of that? Um, or or is this a play to let them burn up and destroy themselves? I I don't know, but I know that the most recent data on AOC's district, that the people in her district are very, very disappointed in her. And there are some people beginning to raise the question, she's got to stand for election next year, and uh, wondering whether or not she's going to get, she's going to get in. Uh, she's not necessarily a, a, a slam dunk. And so it's really a situation where we have, we have, uh, are these, a, a, are these, a flash in the pan that are leading the Democratic Party down the Walter Mondale path of destruction. Um, and we heard last week from uh, from our friend Victor Hansen that he believes there is some of that going on. But I don't know whether it's enough to destroy the Democratic Party or not. But it is it is a problem. And and um, and I still see uh, other things going on in the world. That gives me pause about. I mean, look what's look. They, they, Britain has given up trying to figure out a solution to Brexit. I mean, I think they've they've they're trying to get rid of May. The 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 Parliament who was opposed to it, who who, who could not yet come up with an answer to a solution to the problems. So the people who were protesting, when they were given the chance to come up with legislation, it couldn't pass. So it's it's just amazing that we have all of this chaos all over the world. I don't think it's because of Muslims in general. I think it's a, a function of that there's been a tremendous deterioration of of fundamental values and 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 ed, real education and studying things and being able to understand why things are the way they are uh, all over the world. It's the academic system has abandon the generation uh, that needs to think about things in advance before they do things. And they've so brainwashed them that it's, it's very difficult for, the, for them to do anything other than what they've been indoctrinated in school. And I don't know how that changes, IQ. I really don't. Be because the patriot generation, my generation, uh, is dying out. And um, the next generation down doesn't have the same concerns that we have. True, Dan. Dan, it's true, whatever you said, but it's not all over the world. It's all over the Western world, whether it's Australia, New Zealand, Europe, or America. They are self-destructive, literally. Our elite are self They're not elite, they are stupid animals. They are leading our people to destruction, literally. China is focused. Japan is focused. India is focused. But not the Western civilization. They're not focused. Yeah. They lost the right. ability to continue. So, James, we've got about a minute left. Uh, are you going to try and get Dr. Corsi on next week, or yes, what is your plan? Yes, I've already uh, been in contact with his PR people, and we are going to get a uh, phone number, and we're going to get him on next week. So we are uh, going to work on that. And uh, I guess before we go here, um, Dan, bring us up to speed on the nonprofit. I know that you attended a charity event last week. How'd that go for you? It went very, very, very well. Um Last year we raised seventy five hundred dollars. This year we raised sixteen thousand wow. dollars. So uh, good number. Um, I don't think we had time last week because I was at that charity event. Um, Songs and stories for soldiers on the nineteenth of May is having the a golf a golf outing called the Songs and Stories for Soldiers Veterans Memorial Tournament. 
and we're going to do a couple of things that are very unusual. Number one, instead of selling corporate signs to put on the tees and the greens, we're going to give people the ability to name a veteran, a family member or whoever that can be on a placard and they'll be on the golf course on every hole and tee. And when the tournament is over, then all those names will be collected and they'll go on to a virtual wall of honor on the Songs and Stories for Soldiers website. In addition, we're doing something very, very unique in that five people will each have one shot to put the ball in the hole and win a million dollars. So there's $5 million in play. Well, you know, usually uh, IQ always has uh, the the, the challenges to come on and – prove him wrong um i would much rather take a shot at winning it on a golf game than trying to prove it to you <laughs> and so what's happened we we're the the tip of the day um is uh, an opportunity because we know that people all over the country are supporting songs and stories they won't be able to play in the tournament <clears throat> because there's a limited number of players but they can sponsor a whole or a T by sending going to songs and stories for soldiers and enrolling on the website for a hundred bucks. You can put your veteran veterans name on a plaque and it'll be then transferred over to songs and stories. So we hope to reach out. I'll, I'll send you a copy of that PSA, Jim, if I haven't yes. already. Yes. Um, over to me. So we're excited about that. And um, we met last week um, with the uh, director of one of the um, state of Florida Department of Veterans Affairs nursing homes that treats both dementia and Alzheimer's veterans. And they are, they've, they love songs and stories so much. We did a prototype with them that they've gone back to the senior management team at the headquarters and they're, we're going to go to there to talk to them about supplying them for all seven of their, of their nursing homes for veterans here in Florida. Fantastic. So we're excited. Fantastic. Well, uh, well, IQ, bring us up to speed on what, what you're working on, my friend. Well, I'm not like Dan. He's superior to me in this respect. All I expect Americans to do, those who are really interested in Islam, is to Google my name. Everything is free of charge. Just Google Al-Rasuli, A-L-R-A-S-S-O-L-I, and learn about the greatest threat of human civilization in the 21st century. God bless you both. Take care. Yes. Well, thank you, gentlemen, and uh, we will talk to uh, Dr. Corsi next week. Thank you, guys. Have yourself a wonderful day. Thank you, sir. Take care. Appreciate it. And there goes Dan Perkins, IQO Rizzoli. We're going to take a uh, brief time out here and come back with more here on our program. If your credit card bills have gotten out of hand, call Consolidated Credit now. They can consolidate your debts, reduce your interest rates, and get you out of debt fast. Call Consolidated Credit now. 800-404-0907. 800-404-0907. That's 800-404-0907. Consolidated Credit Counseling Services Incorporated. 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. 33313. Not a loan company. Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services and by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation. Maryland DM-19. Oregon DM-80031. Licensed by Virginia State Corporation Commission DC-32. Are you worried about your mom or dad living alone in their house? Hi, I'm Joan London. Listen, I know how difficult it is to find senior care for someone you love. That's why I recommend a free service called A Place for Mom. They are the nation's largest senior living referral service. Call A Place for Mom today. To receive free information on senior living communities in your area, call A Place for Mom at 1-800-809-5785. A Place for Mom offers free one-on-one advice from local advisors and a personalized list of senior living communities you can visit. If you have questions about senior care for your mom or dad, there's a place for answers, a place for mom. Call A Place for Mom in the next 10 minutes to get your free ebook on financing senior care as well as free information on senior living communities in your area. Call 1-800-809-5785. That's 1-800-809-5785. 
If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS and you cannot afford to make payments to the IRS, you may qualify for the CNC tax program. This is a new program, and if you qualify, you won't make any payments to the IRS while in this program. Once you're accepted into this program, the IRS is forced to stop all harassing collection activities. No threatening phone calls, no wage garnishments, no bank levies, and no more monthly payments to the IRS. Get ready to write this number down. It's the most important number you'll ever need to end your IRS tax nightmare. Call Paramount Tax Relief at 800-549-6183 for a free confidential consultation to find out if you qualify for the CNC tax program. Once you are accepted into the CNC tax program, you won't make any payments to the IRS while in this program. Call Paramount Tax Relief now at 800-549-6183. That's 800-549-6183. Again, 800-549-6183. Tunes. Also, AMFM247.com. Uh, 